This message from the Parsha is from the Kutisiches Chelek Yud Ches, Parsha Shlach, Sicha number one. The story at the end of Parsha's Baha'u'llah, last week's Parsha, and the story that appears at the beginning of Shlach, this week's Parsha, are two stories about two very different kinds of people, and yet from between the two stories there emerges a lesson that each one of us should take to heart. The story at the end of last week's Parsha is that Moshe Rabbeinu's sister Miriam spoke to her brother Aaron about Moshe and why Moshe is conducting himself in a particular manner that seems uh, to imply that he is on a higher spiritual level than her and Aaron when uh, to her it would seem that they're all on the same level and therefore Moshe should be conducting himself the way they do. Hashem punished her, but Hashem punished her with tremendous respect and admiration because Miriam was the ultimate tzaddikis, a righteous woman, and what she did, she did with the purest of intentions to help her brother, etc., at the beginning of this week's Parsha, we have the story of the spies that Moshe Rabbeinu sent to explore the land of Israel and to scout out the best way to conquer the land. And they come back with the report that in their opinion, conquering the land is not an option. It's too fortified and the people are warriors that are way too strong and there's no way to conquer the land of Israel. And they are also punished, but they are called the Shaim evildoers, and uh, they are remembered in Jewish history unfavorably, nothing at all like Miriam. But the lesson that emerges from between the two stories is a common one, and it is how to overcome your own self-awareness and overcome your own viewpoint in order to appreciate the fact that someone else might be looking at it from a higher outlook. Somebody else might be on a higher level. Miriam's mistake, if we can say such a thing about a tzaddikis, is that she figured that Moshe Rabbeinu was a tzaddik like her and Aaron. And the mistake that she made was simply a not correctly evaluating and estimating and recognizing Moshe Rabbeinu's mistake. But the reason why she would misunderstand Moshe's greatness is because of her own greatness. She said to Aaron, why is Moshe conducting himself like this? We are also Nevi'im, we are also prophets. We are prophets, Moshe is a prophet. Why are we behaving differently? In other words, her own level of prophecy is what led her to believe that Moshe Rabbeinu also had the same level of prophecy. Here we're talking about her own brother. And yet she couldn't see Moshe Rabbeinu as being higher than Aaron and her because she recognized greatness. And so she figured that Moshe Rabbeinu possessed the same kind of greatness. When it, come, when it came to the Meraglim, when it came to the spies, and they came home, with feelings of, of uh, dread and impending doom, that there was no way the Jewish people would be victorious in a, in a war to conquer the land of Canaan, the land of Israel, 
There was no reason, there was no reason why they should have projected their fear onto the rest of the Jewish people and especially onto Moshe and Aaron and the Jewish leadership. If they came back genuinely, sincerely afraid for for their lives and afraid for the survival of the Jewish people, they had to recognize that that was their subjective experience, that was their feeling. There was no reason to assume that everybody has to feel the same way. There was no reason to assume that if this is how I see it, then that must be the truth. They could easily have recognized, especially after having just witnessed the exact same thing with Miriam and having seen how Hashem gently corrected her, they should have taken it to heart and realized that just because you feel one way does not automatically mean that there is nobody who has a better way of, of seeing it or that there's nobody that has a better feeling about it. And this is not the essence of humility, to recognize that even if you are great, there might be someone greater. The spies had every reason to believe in their own greatness because Moshe Rabbeinu himself, commanded by God, chose them to be the spies. So they correctly evaluated themselves as being some of the greatest Jewish people. And therefore they assumed that if that's what the, that was their opinion, that that must be the absolute fact and truth that Israel is unconquerable. But that was a mistake. There is always someone wiser, someone higher. And it's a mistaken, unintended kind of arrogance that says, this is how I feel and that must be the way it is. The fact that the Torah would juxtapose these two stories the story about Miriam and the story about the spies, even though Miriam emerges as a tzaddikis and the spies come out of the story uh, as Rishayim, and the fact that the Torah risks the possibility that somebody might say, oh, Miriam and the spies, same idea, same thing. They're the same kind of people, God forbid, which would be a gewaldic mistake, a horrendous mistake to say such a thing. The fact that the Torah risks the possibility that somebody might make that incorrect conclusion teaches us one more lesson. The Torah puts these stories together because the Torah wanted the spies to hear and and learn from the story of Miriam and see how it's highlighted by Moshe, by Hashem in the Torah, and be able to take a lesson from her and not slide down that slippery slope that they ended up at the bottom of. If there's any chance to prevent a Jew from ending up in an Aveda, if there's any chance that you can prevent a Jew from doing something wrong, then you have to do it. Even if it means that you have to do something that you're uncomfortable doing. But if you're going to save a Jew from a spiritual ruin, you have to do it. And in this case, Hashem himself leads by example. Hashem is totally uncomfortable making these stories uh, seem connected, as if as if Miriam and the spies were in the same category of uh, of of person. And yet Hashem does it anyways, despite his discomfort, because of his desperate desire to prevent the spies from sinning. He does everything he can to t- teach them that lesson, which of course they failed to learn. And furthermore, to teach you and me this lesson, that at least we should take the lesson to heart and proceed with humility.